Welcome to Best Friend Simulator, a quality hangout in podcast form with your simulated best friends, Josh and Dennis. How long have you known me? Oh, close to three decades, I'd say. Who the fuck do you think I am? Uh, it's fucking 10 goddamn 45 at night. You think I'm ready to record a podcast and this is what you make me do? Hey, you're a late night boy these days. No, I'm not. Not on, not on purpose sometimes, but I'm doing like low key stuff like trying to catch up on all of the episodes of New Girl for no apparent reason. Yeah, see, you could be put channeling that energy into fucking cut, cutting up, making some laughs. For our friends. Do you remember when we were playing Akari Warriors and I fell asleep? Yeah. Do you remember what time of day that was? That was like uh, 6 o'clock p.m., I would say. It was like 4 o'clock in the goddamn afternoon. You make me come on this these airways to these nice people and give them my... <laughs> come to the airways. Come to my window. What are you, why are you, you doing me, that to the airwaves? You make me come on these airwaves and to these nice people and give them my uh, 50%. Look, buddy, what do you want me to do? I'm running on goddamn fumes here. It, it, you should have been ready earlier today. Oh. Where were you uh, today when I was sitting around playing Fallout in my pajamas this morning? Someone in this relationship has to work. Don't. Oh, my God. Don't even. This is uh, mm. the first Monday in two months that I haven't had to go work overtime. Oh. So I played Fallout in my pajamas and did a little work around the house, took a little bicycle ride. It's a nice time, man. Got fucking nice uh, weather be, out here finally. It must be nice. I went to work one in the afternoon like like a coal miner. Poor you. I'm Josh. I'm Dennis. This is Best Friend Simulator. I'm sleepy. Dennis is the late night boy. I don't... Uh, when do you... Why did I say I'm late night boy? Why do you say I'm late night boy? You keep later hours than normal. Because I get done work at 9 o'clock sometimes. Yeah, that'll do it. That made you a late night boy. And then I don't... I come home, I eat dinner... Right? Yeah, I know. I, I'm done dinner at 10.30. I don't want to rush to bed, little big full belly. I know how it goes. Puking all over the goddamn pillow. What do you do on the pillow? I would be puking all over the goddamn pillow if I went to bed on a full belly. Fucking coming on the airways, puking on the pillow. What else? What other fluids look, you got? Look, I come on to the airwaves. I don't know what part of that you're mishearing. I like that Phil Collins song. Coming in the air tonight? Yeah. He's nasty. He's a pervert. Do you think Phil Collins is a nasty boy? Yeah, he's a nasty pervert boy, I can tell. The way he wears those sneakers with a suit. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> that was so cool in the 80s. Okay, speaking of pervert stuff. No, 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 what? I need to ask you a, a question. If this is, is this a pervert thing? So. If, if you have to ask, you know the answer is no, yes. No, I, I legitimately don't know. Okay. Okay, so since last time we recorded. Jamie and I bought a new couch. I'm sorry, a gently used couch. Jamie was looking it up online. I was like, you know what? Why don't you let me, the bargain hunter, look for this? I found the couch on on Craigslist for 50% off. We got a, a truck to go pick it up and everything. Went and went into these nice people's house. They helped us disassemble the couch and everything and took it out and got the couch home. Success. And I realized a couple days later that I really like being in strangers' houses. It's like a cool feeling I get. Because I, I, I buy Stop. things. Pause. Okay. Pause. Cool feeling. 
Like, I feel pretty cool. Or, this is nice and breezy. No, not temperature related. Okay. You feel pretty cool about being in a strange person's house. Yeah. What is the coolness? Like, it's naughty? Like, you're not supposed to be? No, it's just it's just like a, a peek into somebody's private life. You know, the, their home is their, their inner sanctum. It's where they are themselves. Is it like the time I was walking through South Philly and I peeked into somebody's open door and I could see over the mantelpiece, 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 mantle, that there was a uh, professional photo of a man and his three children and they were all nude. Well, I'm assuming nude because they were like draped in sheets. It was classy. It wasn't it wasn't creepy, but or, it was also yeah. creepy. Like, yeah, I don't did that. Like I that? mean, did that give you a cool feeling? Is that what you're trying to say? No, that made me feel weird. No, this doesn't make me feel weird. But you're this saying is... like a peek into other people's lives. I'm like, oh, look what they're up to. Yeah, kind of. shots with their infants. I, I like to buy stuff off of Craigslist. I've bought many a, a bicycle part off of Craigslist. Um, I'm a thrifty person by nature, I think. Mm-hmm. I like to purchase things. So I, I've been in strangers' houses. And I also used to clean houses for a living for a couple of years back when I was in Philadelphia. And I would just be in people's houses often by myself. It's just, uh, I don't know, there's there's nothing quite like it, just being in there. So my initial answer to your question is, I feel like if anyone else that I knew asked me this question, I would say, no, it's not a pervert thing, but I don't know, there's something about you. I also fuck their beds. That's, that's it. I knew there was, I knew there was going to be a, yeah, oh, I, just, I knew it. I just hump the bed and I say the you, name of the person whose house it is. <laughs> Rick, 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 squeak, squeak, Rick, Rick, Rick. That's weird. Coming on the airways, Rick. What if they had a complicated name? You, you just get it out there, man. You got to do like a, a polyrhythmic hump. Of what the are bed. You? <laughs> Reginald Vell Johnson, Reginald Vell Johnson, <laughs> Reginald Vell Johnson. I wish I had the honor of humping his bed. Don't we all? This took a weird path. Imagine that. I don't know if it's a... I think it's um, not a pervert thing, but a voyeuristic thing, which sometimes, okay. you know, yeah. weaves back and forth uh, over that line. Well, I, I will. I, I guess I should clarify. I don't get any sexual pleasure from this. Which So then I, it's probably not a pervert okay. thing. Okay. Okay. I accept that. Thank you. Uh Oh, th- uh, oh, thanks for allowing us into your homes. Um, this is a oh, beautiful couch you have here. If you don't mind, uh, I'm going to fuck it for a little bit. See if how it feels on the old ding-dong. <laughs> is, that, is, your, uh, is your couch seeing anyone? <laughs> Jamie, Do you guys have come an over exclusive here. Uh, <laughs> arrangement? Jamie, Jamie, take a picture of me humping the couch. I want to see how it looks. <laughs> Okay, so for once, not a pervert in this department. One, this one time. Okay, cool. I'm proud of myself. Mm. I'd ask what else is going on out there, but I don't know if I want to know. Yeah, you know, I I left an offering for the house fairy. Nope. Oh, not at those people's houses? No. Thanks for having me over. I uh, left a little something-something in the toilet. What did you leave for the house fairy? It's that time of year, so I've been eating some uh, Thin Mints, courtesy of, of the Girl Scouts. Uh-huh. So I placed out a Thin Mint on a little dish and uh, a small a, a Demitas for my, my barista days. That's your little uh, espresso cup. I have one of those 
So I, I filled it up with some uh, macadamia cashew milk. I thought it would be appropriate. I put it in front of my kitchen gnome, which you know the kitchen gnome. I've, I've had this kitchen gnome. My parents actually had it. it. I grew up with this little kitchen gnome sitting up on top of the stove. So it's been in every kitchen I've lived in since I got it from my parents' house. Mm. So I set it out and I, uh, I spoke a few words and, you know, we'll see what happens. So far, so good. Nothing's happened since this morning. Have any of your cats drank the macadamia nut milk yet? No. They don't hang out around the sink. Ah, uh, I see. Um, for uh, new listeners, <laughs> A, welcome. Uh, B, how? And C, um, Josh wanted to leave an offering for the kitchen, no, the house no. fairy. Yes. Because he thinks that it blesses the house or that you no, have bad luck. Since we moved in, we've had a string of uh, minor mm. bad luck. Some house stuff going wrong. Fences getting blown down, some plumbing issues, some leaks here and there. I figured it'd be best to, to honor the the fair folk that reside here. Maybe that's the issue. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope it all works out for you. Thanks, man. I'll tell you what, though. I went outside last night, or I, I opened the door to go outside last night. Mm-hmm. Fucking raccoon sitting there. Ah. He looked at me. I looked at him. He was like, huh. I was like, who? And then you know what I said to him? I see you. I see you, big boy. He's a big fluffy guy. Mm. I told him that. Did you, try to, did you pet him? Nope. I went inside. And then smart. was scared to go outside. <laughs> tear your ass up. I left my water bottle out in my, my shed. Because you got so scared about the raccoon? Yeah. Can you leave a trap for it? Like a, like a little pit or something? Or like a little rock leaning on like a little uh, tree branch or something? I reckon that big boy could climb right out of there. You would do the tree branch where you lean the rock, a big rock on it, and then you put like a little Twinkie under there. Okay. Then he knocks it over with his big fluffy stuff, and then it gets stuck under there. And what do I do with him? Um, I put him in the trash. I don't know. Hmm. Listen, it's either him or your family. Hmm. That raccoon's gonna move in and take over. I am a little then- concerned that he's all big and fluffy because it's actually a she, and she's pregnant, and she's gonna make a den in our house somehow. That's a concern. Yeah. Do you think that Jamie can tell the difference between you and a raccoon? Hmm. Well, I don't have a a, a, a black mask around my eyes. Okay. I do have dark colored glasses, though. You do like to eat trash. I do, indeed. I have little hands. You do have, ti- you have tiny, <laughs> just like that, tiny little hands. Hmm. That'd be weird if she couldn't. Yeah, that would be really weird. Too bad we can't ask her. Anyway, uh, what else is happening? Hmm. Moving right along. Well, I guess uh, continuing with the, the, the wildlife of Tequila. Oh. This goddamn woodpecker trying to get fucked. What? This son of a hor- this horny son of a bitch. Are you talking about Woody Woodpecker again? Is this your weird like no. uh, alternative cartoons you're making up? No. Let, okay, let's, let's roll back the clock a little bit to about a month ago, Sunday morning. Jamie and I wake up to... Metal sound. Like, oh shit, like somebody's listening to some heavy shit? Like some fucking heavy metal rock. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. No, like somebody's fucking hitting a, a bucket or something with a screwdriver. And we got all freaked out. We're like, what the fuck is that? Then I was like, maybe it's a woodpecker? I don't know. So we thought we had a woodpecker in our attic. We didn't. I looked into it. And according to uh, some sources that I, I, I found on the internet... Apparently, male woodpeckers will go and find things like exhaust vents and just fucking 
smack their, their little beaks against them in an attempt to attract a mate. So this horny son of a bitch has been up there all month long, multiple times a day, just fucking letting her rip. What's he hitting? He's hitting the, the exhaust vent. Uh, we have a, a ventilation pipe above our our bathroom, and then we also have an, a, an, a vent connected to our kitchen exhaust. Are there no trees in your neighborhood? There are, but they, they, they like to pick the metal because it reverberates a lot louder than mm. a tree. They do that they do that to the tree to get their little grubs or whatever. Their little grub business. But the metal. The metal, they pull out the stops. They fucking slam that hot metal. Because they're trying to slam that hot woodpecker. And he's fucking coming up shorter than three Danny DeVitos? He is, apparently. That's tough. But I will say this. Once I found out why he was doing it, I was like, nah. Dog, you just you get he's trying to do his thing, you know? He's not hurting the metal. He's just trying to get some play. Is this happening like in the middle of the night? No. It's like daytime, so it's fine. Whatever. I, I yelled at him today though. I was like, you better not do this when I'm recording, dude. Like you fucking need to put the brakes on your fucking hormones. Or he should, and then you can prove that this is all real. And not a figment of your imagination. Oh. What you, what is even a woodpecker? It's just a cartoon. Or maybe one of the BFS maniacs out there knows a, a, a woodpecker who's DTF. And we can oh. do some matchmaking. Or they have a woodpecker trap. It, I don't know. We don't need to trap any woodpeckers. You get a rock on your roof. Okay. And you lean it with like a little branch. And a twinkie. And then you put like... No, that's, that's for a raccoon, idiot. Oh, that's right. To catch a horny woodpecker, you gotta make like a little lady woodpecker. Oh, even better. Which is just a woodpecker, but with eyeliner and lipstick. What if, now hear me out on this, what if... Okay, alright. I get up there, and I'm the, the, the lady woodpecker. I, or, you know what, who knows that woodpecker's preference, though. Whatever. Let's assume it's for procreation. Maybe he's trying to bump cloacas with a, a, a fellow gentleman. Hey, whatever, man. Who am I to judge? Exactly. So, but are you going to dress up like a woodpecker? Or are you just going to go up there and make like a woodpecker? I'll go up and dress like a woodpecker. Lipstick? I'll I'll, I'll, I'll go out as a, a, a female presenting woodpecker first. Okay, see if that works. And if he doesn't seem interested, I'll come back as a male presenting woodpecker. How do woodpeckers do it? Love. How do they do love? Well, they got pecker in their name, so it's probably... Ba-ba-ba-ba! Like that. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-
Yeah, like you get I all warm. Off. Yeah, well, I dry off, but then I feel like I'm sweaty for the next hour, like condensation. Huh. Is that weird? Or just because I'm Berg? I don't know. I don't know either. But I was think I was um, reading this thing on the internet because I didn't want to go to sleep or work or do something. And um, it was an article about this person who does like hiking in the Arctic in like some crazy conditions. So they were like, what is the key to staying warm in those kind of conditions? And she was like, well, if you sweat, you're dead. So you got a layer and you got to wear wicking yeah. stuff. And I was like, I'm it's 50 degrees out and I'm and I just walked out from my house, which is not like on the top of the mountain. It's just on the third floor. So. And I already started sweating. How am I going to go to the Arctic and put multiple layers of clothes on and not get sweaty? So I'm going to die. Well, it's it's not so much not sweating. It's sweat management. That's what the wicking clothing comes in. Have you considered getting some, some wicking garments? I've considered hiring somebody to be my sweat manager. Okay. What's that look like? Is that like a little man? Oh, hey, Mr. Uh, you are absolutely sweating like a goddamn pig today. What are we going to do about this, huh? Get over here. He towels me down. Okay. Like that? Is that what you're asking? Like, what does it look like in practice? Yeah, that was more or less what I was... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's what it would look like. Okay. So, basically the same character that populates about 75% of our... Uh... Uh-huh. A real paisan from the neighborhood who's willing to towel me down when I get sweaty. That's it. That's it. That's how it works. Okay. My sweat manager. That's pretty, yeah. Do you ever think about all of the people you would have on your payroll if you were like a multi-billionaire? You have a sweat manager, you have a mud manager. Would need a mud manager. You'd have a snack captain. I would just pay somebody to fucking help me. I need help. I thought you were going to say fuck me. (laughs) We've really gotten weird on this show. Hey man, that too, you know? You need it. Yo, look. I know someone who knows you intimately. Okay. Who will, for $100,000 a year, manage your life and really help you out. And even smack you around a little bit if you need it. Oh, okay. Who is this? It's me. Oh, shit. Extra extra couple thousand dollars. I'll beat the crap out of you every day. Teach you a lesson. You've been here all along. Punch you right in the tummy. Can I, like, PayPal you, like, five bucks right now? A little down payment? Uh, yeah, definitely. Go for it. For when I make my first mill... In fact, everybody can pay me $5. Oh, then you'll be the rich guy. Yes. You know, speaking of rich people, we kind of grew up in the same socioeconomic background. We did, we did. You know, uh, not... We had homes, but we definitely not didn't have money. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone in our position who is at all shocked to find out that rich people paid colleges to let their kids go there who absolute, absolutely didn't deserve to go? Are we supposed to be like, oh, what? Not Laurie Laughlin of TV's Full House. Yeah, I, I'll admit I was a little baffled that people were so shocked it was happening. It was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, rich people fucking do whatever they want. Oh, shit, oh, let's freak out because we caught him finally. Oh, William H. Macy, he just seems like such a stand-up guy. Why? Why? Because he plays like a, a, a like a... Like a dud in every movie, he's probably a fucking asshole like everybody else is. I still don't know who that is. Jamie, William H. Macy? Jamie said his name when she was telling me about all this stuff, and I was like, oh, oh who he's, is that? She's like, you know he, who he is. You'll recognize him. He's, a, he's got a very distinct face. It doesn't help me. Um, He was is in... He, um, uh, is he Monk? He was Monk. Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> That's who it is. He William, changed his name. William H. Macy. 
as Shalub. Shalub as Monk. Wait, let me look up a picture of him while, <laughs> and then I'll show it to you while we're recording this podcast. This is really great audio. Great radio. We're Looking doing it. it up. It's William H. Macy. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. He was in uh, fucking, Fargo. Uh, Fargo. Fargo, yeah. Fucking Fargo. That that guy. Have oh. you yeah, seen Yeah, guess what? He's dead to me now. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck him. Have you seen fucking Fargo? Fuck him and his bullshit kids. Yeah. Idiots. <laughs> just like, they just kept like coming out with article after article about it and the aftermath and like talking to the, the kids and the kids weren't really interested in school. And I'm just like, why are we still talking about this? Everyone knows this is happening. Yeah. Can we talk about how wealth is immoral at its core? Ooh. Ooh. Is that fun? Is that is that like fun for our listeners? That's my fun little yeah. It's my fun topic of the week. Wealth is immoral. So are you into like a, a like a what? what we should uh, share equally, like socialists, communists. What? Sure. Why not? Okay. The problem is that you're expecting people who are inherently corrupt to yes. uh, follow through with these uh, things. Nah, that's why we fucking bust out the guillotines. It's time. Hey, man. Fucking William H. Macy, his head's on the block first. Fuck him and his bullshit kids. He's not safe from the... Let's make an example. Yeah. That's the problem. We're afraid to make an example of real criminals, like these white-collar criminals. Macy. You cut one of their goddamn heads off, they ain't gonna do that shit anymore. I mean, mean, that particular person definitely won't, but the rest of them will will get right in line. Uh, Here's a quick question. Did we just uh, threaten to... Decapitate William H. Macy? No, a, no, no, a, no, no, no. On a guillotine? No. I love William H. Macy. He's probably a great guy. He seems like a great guy. I've watched him act in movies. He seems like a really nice guy in real life. <laughs> Look, William H. Macy, I've never killed anyone. I don't I'm plan not... on killing anyone. No, please. I'm never going to kill anyone. I still think, fuck you and, and your kids. That's what I think. Yeah. You tell him. Tell, hey, tell, hey, tell your, your dumb kids, fuck you. Yeah, he doesn't want to fucking see his stupid kids at home. He's got to pay somebody to take him to their college so he can get some fucking night's rest. Pay me, I'll take him to the fucking gallows, rich kids. <laughs> You're still angry about it. Just for for the sake of posterity, uh, I don't... That was, that was a satirical threat to uh, hang the children of William H. Macy. I just also, I think- get that on there for, for, for just for the record. Also, I think I, it shows how political we are. We talked way longer about a horny woodpecker than we did about this whole college admission <laughs> scandal and <laughs> communism. Well, I think it just that's because it's clear cut. What is there to say? Yo, what if you, to punish people, you got a bunch of horny woodpeckers to go after them? Imagine two woodpeckers, 69ing. You doing okay? I'd just be like, fucking savage, man. <sighs> When do I get to go to bed? <laughs> Yo, all I know is this. I just spent 20 goddamn dollars on this pillow. That's okay. supposed to be cool. My head gets so goddamn hot, I wake up in the middle of the night, I feel like I'm going to melt. Why? I was big and fat head, and I think a lot. I don't know. <laughs> High <laughs> blood pressure. Your brain's overclocked. I got, what's, that, uh, what's that thing where you get a virus in your brain, encephalitis? Sure. Intitulitis? Excuse me? I got something. So I got this pillow, right? Okay. But I don't understand the name. It's called the sleep whale. Okay. What does that mean? I've got two 
theories that pop into my head. Right. All right. One, perhaps it's it's made by a a, a southern leaning individual. It's a, you know, it's the old sleep whale. You know, that's it. They put a little 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 twang on it. What? Huh? What? what, what they have a they have a southern accent. Okay. That's like a fun little play on like how they say it. Like it's like a sleep well, as we would say here as Yankees. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't I didn't understand what you were the pun. Sleep while. Yeah, you know. That's weird. That's weird. Or maybe you, you know you could be onto something. I'm guessing this was a maybe a, a cheap product made overseas. Hey, 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 hey. Why you gotta why you gotta talk with me like that? You know what? I spent uh, no. money. I spent I spent twenty goddamn dollars on that. I'm just saying I, that this is my theory. It's probably a cheap product made overseas. Cheap product made overseas, uh, perhaps marketed by individuals who don't speak English as a, a native tongue. Right, could be, could be. And that's just a weird translation thing. Well, now I feel like I want to know where Sleep Whale comes from. Okay. Well, I bought it on Amazon, and it, it looks like it only exists on Amazon, so that's probably enough to tell you where they make it. This is not a, a made-in-the-states product. No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't... I. Hmm. Mm, yeah. No idea. Hmm. But we'll see. You're going to do some investigative journalism? Get back to these nice people out here? Well, I'm sure they're fucking burning with... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's that sleep whale come from, Dennis? I need some answers. (laughs) Well, it's sold by Fair Harbor Merchants. Okay. So it's not... The company is not Sleep Whale. It's Fair Harbor Merchants, which isn't better. That really tells you nothing. No. Hmm. Do you think maybe that I have to search through the Amazon questions on the product to see if somebody asked why it's uh, called a sleep whale? I'd say do that, or just go ahead and ask that question yourself. You know that if I asked that question on Amazon, somebody's response is going to be, well, I never bought this, but I wonder if it's because of this. I love when people respond to questions with, I don't know. Well, I no so, longer have this. So it's more so on Google stuff because Google, for there was a period of time where Google was just would ask you questions and be like, what do you think about Pizza Hut? Do they serve pizza here? Like if you're looking for it on Google Maps, right? And, and they'll be like, do they serve pizza here? And be like, so that's why people be like, well, I've never been. But I assume they sell pizza because of the name. So then when you look at the website, it doesn't say, do they sell pizza here? It's just a review of somebody saying, well, I've never been, but I assume they sell pizza. It doesn't make any fucking sense. I'm not familiar with this. It was happening for a while. It hasn't happened to me in a a while, but I would get a lot of random questions when I was looking at Google Maps or like searching on Google. I'm specifically talking about on Amazon. I hear you. Where someone will ask a question and then someone will respond with simply, oh, I'm not sure. It's, It's super helpful. It's, Yeah. Like, why did you fucking take the time to respond? Do you think, like, they specifically wrote to you? I mean, you know there's people that are just on the internet answering questions all day, right? I mean, yeah. For whatever reasons. Mostly sadness sadness and loneliness. But I mean, just answer the questions that you have answers to. That's all. Do you think people don't know that they can skip the question and not answer it? Hmm. Maybe they don't know that. 
Uh, computer's asking me a question. I better respond. It's gonna shock me again. <laughs> what kind of what kind of computer they got that's shocking them? An R two D two? Stupid. You ever seen the movie? Yeah, Star Wars. Love it. <laughs> One Star War. <laughs> we all know Star Wars was the sequel to Star War. Yeah, just the, Yo, the incident that. I found out today, I'm just going to skip over whatever nonsense you're saying. I found out today that the movie Airplane, which is a comedy classic, and if you've never seen it, go right to hell. That's a rude thing to say. I'd say go see it. I'm in a rude mood. But I found out today that Airplane is not a parody of like a bunch of different disaster movies of the time, but of one specific movie that it actually steals a bunch of dialogue from. Really? Called it's called Zero Hour Zero Hour with an exclamation point, just like airplane. It's the plot is around an airplane where a bunch of people get sick from eating the fish. Okay. Uh, the pilot's name is Stryker, just like in the movie. Huh. In airplane, and apparently, the dudes that made airplane bought the rights to the movie. So that they wouldn't get sued for like ripping off chunks of it. Wow. Which I don't know how that works, but I guess I guess if they own it, they can license it as much as they want. Yeah, they can do whatever they want with it. But then also a movie that's like a non-parody version of Airplane sounds just as absurd. Yeah. Now, do you think in Zero Hour? It's yes. Like zero mm-hmm. Hour exclamation point. Uh-huh. Do you think the pilot still asks Joey if he's ever been in a Turkish prison? I, I, I hope so. I hope so. <sighs> what a good movie. Great movie. I like movies. Yeah. Well. Well. <laughs> we just ran. <laughs> that's so that's official. That's official. We ran out of steam. Uh, I, I, I need to apologize. The warm weather has brought on a bit of an allergy attack in oh, me tonight. No. So I'm, I'm not feeling 100% here. I've had a bit of a head thing going on for like uh, two weeks now. I don't know. It's it's like it's like I got a lot of schnots, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, where is that coming from? Don't hmm. you all bl- don't you blow it all out? Why does it keep coming? Do you think it has something to do with your head? Will you explain your sweat, to me how your how sweat head, head how head works? How oh, because it gets yeah. real hot. Yeah, 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 probably. Do you think your head can melt if it gets too hot? Question: Would you hose me down with holy water if I get too hot? Um. Probably not, unless you wanted me to. Is that a reference to something? I feel, I feel like you don't even appreciate meatloaf. Is that oh. a reference to... Oh, my God. This is what I have to deal with. I don't... Look, I don't know meatloaf well. You're, you're, you're starting to kind of look like... Um, uh, who's that serial killer? He ate people. Jeffrey Dahmer? Yeah, you're starting to look like Jeffrey Dahmer. No, I'm not. You sure? Why would you say that to me? Also. You talk about killing kids, eating raccoons... Fucking woodpeckers? I mean, what's what's getting weird? What's get what's happening? Well, I talked about killing William H Macy's adult children. I didn't say anything about a, a raccoon eating one, at least. All I said was I, I saw it. I told him I saw it. You talking about meatloaf? You told that you told him I saw it. Who are you talking to? I told the raccoon I saw him. You told the woodpecker you saw the raccoon? No. Oh, this is where it starts. I had words with the woodpecker too, but so what else have we got? 
All right, so we're digging into the old mailbag, and we got an mail email. hole. Oh, mail hole! Oops, I forgot. I forgot. Wrong, wrong podcast. Sorry. Uh, so uh, we were we got we got, went into the old mail hole, and uh, we got an email from our listener Eric, and Eric got real excited that we were talking about Beretta. And he said, okay, last episode where Yins were talking about, he's from Pittsburgh, where Yins were talking about Beretta, we were laughing so hard. Back when my dad was alive, we used to visit him every weekend. Most of the time he was pretty salty and grumpy, but one day he was like super upbeat and in a great mood. He said the following to us that day, did you hear? Beretta rubbed out his old lady. I never, I've never met Eric's dad. I'm just assuming that's what a, a grump, a usual salty and grumpy guy sounds like when he's upbeat. So Eric goes on to explain that, of course, he was talking about Robert Blake, the actor who played Beretta on TV, uh, being arrested for killing his wife. And yes. um, Eric explains he's not making jokes about anybody killing their wives, but it was just the delivery was just so ridiculous. So. He and his wife, Bethany, got very excited to hear us talk about Beretta because they had a Beretta thought. <laughs> they had a Beretta story in their life, and that made them laugh. So I'm glad that worked out. It was very good. Yeah, I've never heard anyone else have a Beretta story. I've never heard anybody mention watching that video that we had to watch in high school. Just us and Jeremy. And one of the gym teachers teaching us about our bodies, and drugs and alcohol. Yes. I learned a lot. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Never got anybody pregnant. Never did cocaine. So thanks, gym teacher. That gym teacher really did it. So I think we're going to call it on this one. We're both clearly a little sleepy and a little allergy ridden. But I just want to say, I know some of you might have missed Josh's paranormal portal or what have you. So I am vowing for next episode to start a multi-part series on a topic I've promised in the past. We're going to talk about that fucking Montauk project. Ooh. Very excited. We've never talked about the Montauk project? We, I, I think we might have discussed it. We might have like touched on it in the past because it's as time go, goes on, the Montauk project winds up being connected to a lot of other things. Also, one of these days, since I've had the book in my possession for quite some time, I will do a book report on the Quantum Bigfoot oh, in shit. Dennis's literary lair. Okay, I like that. You're welcome. Good job, man. Thanks. I just came up with that. So yeah, fucking Montauk Project. Get stoked. All right, you better be episode 57. Episode 58 is our next one. You better deliver. That's there. I... Reread the first Montauk Project book like six months ago and took a bunch of notes on it and then never got around to collating those notes and sorting them, but I'll do that. I also picked up the second Montauk Project book, as you see in the, the Best Friends Simulator Research Library behind me here. Yeah, we can all see that. It makes for a great podcast. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Dennis. Oh, I can see it. Pull one of oh, those nice people. Pull one of those down. Let's see if it all falls over. Here it is. Montauk Revisited. Ah, adventures. By Preston B. Nichols and Peter Moon. Adventures in Synchronicity. Synchronicity. Those are made up names. Let me see that picture. Get it up in here. What is that? Oh, shit. You got a, looks like a clock with metal crystalline wings. You got a, a nude woman with long hair. She got her titties out. <laughs> Some kind of little crystal star in the corner. 
You got a man. I don't know what his deal is. Some crystal star in the corner. It's fucking wild, Jack. Get ready for this. Whoa. This is illustrated, too. This lady got her titty out, too. Would you stop? I'm just saying. People are going to think we're a mess. Just. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to it's going to come to episode 57. They're going to realize we're a mess. You know, they've run a really tight ship up until the Oh, uh, yeah, they never said anything weird or anything, and then all of a sudden, episode 57, it all went fucking down. The, the Josh wants to kill William H. Macy. It's all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hey, uh, thanks a lot to William H. Macy for being such a good sport. Thanks, Will. Yeah, we'll see you later, all right, man? All right. <laughs> Tell your kids I'm going to kill them. <laughs> no, we're just kidding about the kids, man. Uh, thanks to that woodpecker. I'm glad that really worked out. I got the local bird group yeah. to deliver everybody, that to your house. Everybody out there, say a little prayer for my woodpecker friend. My wood. Let's hope he gets some. I delivered, uh, I got that woodpecker and raccoon delivered to your house. I'm glad that nice. worked out. I can't wait till they yeah, tell, tell the raccoon to not make a den in my, in my home, please. So. Yeah, wait till next week when that tiger shows up. Oh shit! <laughs> You're gonna open the back door. Oh, I forgot my water in the in the back. Oh shit! It's a tiger. A tiger's gonna tear you up. Just fucking go into town on me. Just rip me to shreds. And I told That's it. I told them, I told those people to put extra claws on the tiger. Oh no! Lee, press on claws. Hey Dennis. I want to. I want to do over. I want to do over. Can I do that again? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, I told the. Uh, I told those people to put <laughs> extra claws on the tiger. So that tiger's gonna be wearing Freddy Krueger gloves, huh? Oh shit! Yeah, right, in, right into your nightmares. He's gonna say, "Welcome to Tiger Time, Bush." <laughs> hey, Dennis. Uh, I think I know what this is. I think that's all the time we have for this call. Bye. Bush. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Best Friend Simulator. Send us an email at joshanddennis at gmail.com. That's Dennis with one N. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best Friend Simulator. And thanks to Alan for the theme music. Listen to his podcast, Werewolf Ambulance, and Marveling at Marvel's Marvels. Also, thanks to Justin for the artwork. See more of his stuff at burntobuild.com. That's all the time we have for this outro. Bye. Bye.